Romans 12 will be, will be there. I'm going to hear in just a moment. If you read your um, email this morning, uh, we're getting back into the spiritual gifts. And I'm going to give a little brief, if you will, um, review because it's been a while since we've been there. And I need your help. Uh, I, want, I want your help in the review process. Because I want, I, more than anything, I want this to, to stick. I want us to get this. Because um, I think it's so vital and so, so important. Um, so as, as we did before, if you have a question or comment, um, please uh, just you know, wave at me, uh, stop me. I think it's, it's a way that the Holy Spirit can um, guide and direct the entire teaching process. Um, because, you know, sometimes, you know, it, it, the Holy Spirit's speaking to you and saying, hey, ask a question, right? And it'll give, give the, the Spirit a chance in me to, to, to direct and to flow. And, and a lot of times, you know, the only, the only dumb question is the one that's not asked, all right? So please don't hesitate. Don't go, oh, that, you know, I, I should know that. No, please ask me. Um, those who are online, too, if, if you have some, please um, I can't see you, but that's okay. Um, you can see me, and we'll, uh, if you have a question, you know, try to flag down Joe's back there, and um, that way we can, we can all learn together. All right? Fair enough. Uh, let, me, let me pray again real quick. I, I found, if you, if you haven't heard me say this before, um, I found um, the times that I don't pray before I preach, it doesn't work very well. And so, uh, even when I was in class, um, you know, there, there's times I, you know, it's a class. You're 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 in preaching class, right? And you get up in in front, and I, it just didn't work. And I, I finally went, okay, Lord, what's what's missing? Because I've I've preached a lot. What why, what's going on? And he said, pray. <laughs> yes, sir. And you know, I started praying before I preached in class, and oh, wow, you know what? There was a, there was you know, the Lord just kind of got there and present, and it was. And there was an anointing. I was like, okay, Lord, I, I, I learned my lesson. You know, I, I won't forget. So let me, um, let me pray before we get into the word. Lord, thank you so much for the, your, your Bible, your scripture that you have handed down from generation to generation and, and have, have kept it safe and, and brought to us a, a, and preserved your words and your stories and, and and the, the life that you give through, uh, through Scripture. And Lord, we, we know that ultimately uh, your word was made flesh in Jesus. And you have given us the spirit to, um, to teach us and to, to enlighten us and to show us so much of, of what you have preserved for us. And so I'm asking that you would work in every capacity. Lord, through your written word, through the Holy Spirit that you would be present and that you would teach us today. Lord, that uh, even if it's not something that I say, that you would speak to, some, to everyone's heart, that you would uh, use me, use the words that, that, that you give to me to, um, to guide us and direct us, to teach us, to enable us, and to get us at least a step closer to you. And so, Lord, thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. I had a, um, a, f- a friend, a pastor friend, invite me on a little overnight retreat um, on uh, Friday night, Friday afternoon, Friday, Friday evening, and Saturday. Um, and a few of us were talking 
and um, really talking about what's God doing right now and how do we how do we be a part of of that because there's this interplay in between okay God does something and he does it in his time and he does it a lot of times apart from people but there's a lot of times there's a, a part that we have to play and um, uh, my, my friend got a picture as we were all talking and discussing this together he said I see people on surfboards and he said it's like you're out in the middle of the ocean you know and and you have to paddle out there he said but I see a lot of them just sitting you know, they're either lying on their board or they're sitting on their board and kind of got their, their head cocked, you know, looking behind them and waiting for this wave. And I said, and then, then you have to, you, you see the wave and you paddle. He said, sometimes you miss it and sometimes you catch it. He said, but, you know, what, what we kind of came to as we were talking together is that um, God's about to bring a wave of his spirit. And our part in that is to be ready, to be out there on our boards and ready to catch this wave that's coming. And, you know, there, there's a couple things that we can do. Number, number one, in, in a negative fashion, people have, have learned to make wave pools, right? And even, even ways that you can hop on your surfboard in this, this fake pool, fake wave, and 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 surf in it, right? You, you could do it in you could do it on a cruise ship, right? And you you don't need the ocean. And we we need to not build a fake wave, okay? Even though people have done it, but we need to wait for the wave of the spirit. Now, some of those fake waves are good to learn, but it's a lot better to wait for God's spirit to actually bring the wave that you you catch. Um, now, having said that, so much, you know, a big, huge wave is brought about by a lot of times a, a plate shift, you know, somewhere deep in the ocean, and it, it causes a, a tsunami to come through. And, you know, I think something that we can do, besides be ready, is sometimes that, you know, prayers shift things, right? They shift things in the supernatural, they shift things in the natural. And you, you never know, you know, when those prayers are going to reach just to the right place and cause that shift to happen and the wave to come and all of a sudden you know the shift might happen way out in the middle of the ocean but if you're if we're ready we'll be right there on our boards and ready watching that wave to to, to all jump together and catch that wave that the spirit that the lord's bringing and i believe what we're doing right now talking about the gifts of the spirit is part of being ready right it's part of, of us all making sure that our boards are right you know make sure your, your board you, you know your board's in good shape make sure you're in the right place and that we're positioned positioned correctly because it's about being positioned out there in the water in the right spot at the right time to catch the wave and so i believe if if we can get these things with the gifts of the Spirit, that we'll begin to position ourselves in the right spot to be ready when that wave comes through. That you'll you'll say, "All right, I, I I'm there. Let's go," and we can all go together. And I believe it'll be a um, a wonderful, wonderful thing. I I believe it's coming. That's what we were talking about. We we really sensed um, a lot of stuff happening in the in the Spirit. That things are happening. Things are coming. It's, it's, and nobody really knows what it looks like. 
it's a weird time that right now that you know usually people are saying oh, this is what's going nobody really knows but that's okay it's okay we do know something's coming and we just need to be ready and uh, it might look totally different and that's fine but as long as we catch the wave from the Lord and not an imitation wave we're going to be in good shape so let's uh, y'all if you would help me here um, I want to do a little bit of review can everybody see? Okay. Um, so we first of all talked about um, uh, the Ephesians 4.11 gifts that I called the ministry gifts, right? Um, can somebody remind me what, what those are? Okay. Okay. Oops. All right, evangelist. And why why do we have these these gifts? What's what's their function? If you if you flip over to if you have Ephesians four in the back of your head, um, that's it. Boom. If you, for those of you who are at home or could not hear that, it's for for the equipping. of saints right so god gave these gifts to equip right awesome everybody's starting to be on the same page so i um i had three m's Do, what's what's the second one Do, the three there you go thank you motivational gifts and then what's the what's the next m Manifestation. All right, you guys are good. That's awesome. All right, we're we're not going to get to these today. All right. Um, motivational gifts. Um, can can you all name them? Prophecies in all the categories. So prophecies. <laughs> That's a good. That's a good guess. Which which one is prophecy? There you go. Go ahead. That's good. Okay. Cheat. That's fine. Service. Okay. Teaching. Um, exhorting. Giving and mercy. All right. For those who um, are online. For those who are online, prophecy, service, teaching, exhorting, giving, and mercy. And the, the motivational gifts, um, if, if you will, and why, why I like the word motivational gifts, I believe these are gifts that, uh, that God really puts into everyone, whether you're saved or not. Now, we're, we're hoping, right, that... Um, that these these gifts, it's like the talents that he has, are empowered and, and by the Holy Spirit. Okay, we don't want to, them to just be a talent, if you will, but we want them to be empowered by the Holy Spirit and sanctified by the Spirit. Okay, so um, let me read this out of Romans twelve before I um, go on just a little bit further. 
Romans Romans 12, 1 says, Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. For just as we have many members in one body, see the body again? All the members do not have the same function. So we who are many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Then um, it goes on to, to list the gifts. But I believe why Paul starts that out is because all of these gifts, um, they, you, you have to present them to the Lord as a sacrifice, if you will, okay? Because um, if you don't, there, there are positives and negatives for these. And as I, as I go through, um, I, I, I don't want it to seem like I'm emphasizing the negatives, although it, it, may, be, um, it may seem like that a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm a very glasses half full person rather than glasses half empty. But I think a lot of times we haven't seen these gifts um, that, that there's a positive and negative in there. We, we've, we've been able to look and say, oh, yeah, the teacher, that's, that's, one of the, that's the people that they go line by line, and you, know, you, all, you immediately go, oh, the ones who are taking notes, okay, you're doing Sunday school, and you shove them off over there, right? And you can see a lot of these gifts, and you, it's, they're fairly easy to recognize, but I believe we need to see both sides so that we can not only recognize it in us, when we have something that pops up that we shouldn't have pop up because of the motivational gift that's within us. But it, what it also does is it helps us to relate to other people because we need to be able to recognize in others and be able to say, yeah, okay, that's their gift, but they, they, they haven't grown past that yet, and we can give them grace and say, yeah, that's, that's that gift in there, but they need a little bit of grace and, and mix, you know, let, let the Holy Spirit grow them and mature them along so they can, so they can not operate in the negative side, that gift is more in the, in the positive side. Okay, is that fair enough? Because um, I've seen this in action a whole lot. I've seen it in my own life, and I'm going to try to use some, some me examples because that way it'll, it'll be... Um, uh, that way it doesn't seem like, it, you know, I'm not pointing the finger at anybody, okay? If I can point it at me instead of somebody else, that's great. Um, but uh, I want us to be able to see how this works, both positively and negatively, so that we can grow into the positive and be, lay those things down and let them be sanctified so God can fully use them. Because that's, that's the goal, is that we're, we're being able to be fully used by God and not a hindrance, right? Being a help and not a hindrance. So the, let me really quickly, the prophetic gift, um, I mentioned, uh, you know, actually, let me, let me, let me do this. I, I'm not, this isn't, this isn't something I'm sold on, okay? But uh, I was just thinking earlier, I was like, you know, if I were to put these gifts as parts of the body, I mean, like, like the physical body or body systems, what would they be? Wow. Um, so it. If, if, if this doesn't agree with you, you can chunk it. I don't really <laughs> care. But um, I think, you know, the prophecy gifts are more your, are, they're kind of your senses. You know, they're, they're the eyes and the ears a lot of times because they're, they're always taking in 
you know, they're, um, it, they're, they're, they're listening. They, they know what's going on in the spirit. They really have this, uh, this sense of, okay, this is what is happening all around. Um, the, the negatives of that, a lot of times before people are Christians, they, have, they, they still have that sense of what's taking place in the spirit a lot of times. Um, uh, and they can become, uh, it can be manipulative. Yeah. Okay. Um, so somebody, uh, there's a lot of times people out in the world, will, they'll have this prophetic gift and they'll, they'll use it for manipulation. You know, because they'll, to, to get what they want, whether it's in a job or relationship or whatever, because they, they can sense what somebody else is, is feeling or wanting or, or something. And uh, it, they, it can be used negatively um, in, in that sense um, quite a bit. Now, when somebody's a Christian, a lot of times they still need to lay that down before the Lord. Because if they're not fully submitted, they'll, they'll have a, a, that mixed stream that I was talking about. It'll be muddied water. You know, and they might get some really good stuff from the Lord, and all the time, and other times they they just start, they, it's it's a mess, and they'll start going, oh yeah, this is what God's doing. And you're going, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> you know, but it's it's really because they they have to lay that gift down, and you know, offer their bodies as a living sacrifice and give that up for the Lord. Um, so I I did uh, the senses um, as the prophetic um, service. Gifts are, are kind of your muscular skeletal gifts. A lot of the service gifts are your, your hands and your feet. You know, they do, they, they, they're the doers a lot. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, the teaching gifts are a lot of your mouth gifts. <laughs> you know, and, and sometimes it's an open mouth and insert foot. And I've been there, okay? Um, exit, exhortation. I, I put, you know, these are your kind of your endocrine system, your... Your um, uh, your chemical systems, you know, because it, it's like um, exhortation. It, it it if if you've been ever in a race, you know, or you're working really really hard, you know, it's not about a lot of times. It's not about how much fuel you give. It's not like you have. Have you eaten your Wheaties this morning? It's actually your mind over matter. Your your mind is saying, no, you are going to keep on running this next quarter mile. Or I'm going to keep on hiking. Or I'm going to keep on. I've got. To, I've got to get to the bottom of this pile that I'm shoveling, and you're going to do it. And it's like this mind <laughs> over matter. You, you're getting your, um, you know, all the um, uh, what's what's the word? The you know, sometimes your fight or flight. You know, it's this exhortation of go, go, go. You you get to the bottom of it, right? So I, I might be totally off, but this is kind of fun for me. Um, the administration gifts. Um, I, uh, did I miss that? One, two, three, four, five, six administrations which be in there too. Um, I see the administration as your nervous system. <laughs> you know? The, they, because it's all, it all has to be interconnected somehow. You know, and uh, the administration a lot of times is saying, yeah, you, yeah, I need you over here. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, you know, let's put it all in order. Let's, you know, let's get everything. And that's, you know, if you didn't have your nervous system, you would you'd get your brain saying, hey, I don't need you to go do this. I need you to pick that paper up, right? And you'd go, pick the paper up, and nothing happens, right? <laughs> and so that's, that's an administration, you know. Um, giving, I, I really, this is a weird one, sorry. I say kind of as a digestive, you know, because you, you have to have um, fuel in your body to keep going, right? That giving... Spirit, that provides the fuel 
for everybody to keep going in their ministries. You know, a mercy ministry is great, but, you know, that mercy ministry has to have the fuel to keep on giving out for the mercy. And mercy is, uh, I see it really as the, the emotions, you know, the, the heart, the emotion, um, your kind of the, the soul, if you will. So I just thought that was kind of fun. If you, uh, like I said, you could chunk that if you want, um, or maybe it's helpful. So, um, uh, but let's look, let's start looking at the service gifts, the service gifts. Um, So service gifts, most of you all um, would recognize these really easily. A lot, of, a lot of times your people who have the gift of service, um, they don't want to be recognized. That's fine. And I'm not saying you need to be at all. But a lot of times, so you, you'll, often not, you'll often find them not on the front row. They, they will be more of, you know, let me just kind of hide, but let me also, I, I want, they're the doers. They are the ones who, who often, they're, they're the ones that get things done. If you... If you say, "Hey, I need a volunteer," um, they will. They they may not jump, but they will be the one to put their their name down because they don't want to, they don't want anybody to see them, so they don't want to jump up and say, "Hey, I'll do it." But you know what? If you put a if you put a a, a list up there, the, you'll find their name at the very top of the list because they they love doing and they 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 are your your helpers and, and hands. They're the they're the ones that they might be up here to clean the church and they'll make sure that they'll do it up here when nobody else is there because they don't want the rec- recognition. Um, but they, they do um, uh, like doing, which is, which is great, and we, we have to have that. Um, some of the things that uh, you need to watch out really with a lot of the gifts is we, we can end up try- filtering everything through those motivational gifts. And we expect that everybody else has that same um, lens on, on that they're looking through, right? And it's with, it's with all of these. But let, me, let me give you an example with, with the service gift. Uh, I, I mentioned a, um, a, a lady that we knew years ago um, last week. Her name, Pam, Pam Kennedy uh, is her name. Wonderful, wonderful, dear precious saint um just uh she was the head greeter at, at the, our church in oklahoma and loved people she she ministered uh, i i was talking to somebody last week and and uh, we were talking about pam and, and he said you know he she ministered um the love of god through hugs she just hugged people and you you felt accepted and you felt like you were part and you belonged uh, but she had this this service gift and that's what she she did. She just loved to serve and loved to um, greet people and, and make them feel special. And I, I remember a time, uh, and she she told us to the entire congregation. She said uh, we had a, a podium that was uh, plexiglass. All right, so a pretty good size, about like this, and you know, plexiglass down to the floor and plexiglass here, so you kind of see through it. And um, she walked by one day, and it had fingerprints all over it. And it drove her crazy. <laughs> and she was really upset. Why in the world would they let that, you know, plexiglass thing have all these, these fingerprints and be dirty and yucky and you get it up on the stage and the spotlights are shining on it and it, it just looks a mess. And the, the Lord checked her up right there and said, well, that's your new job. Hmm. You get to clean that every morning. 
every Sunday morning. And she went, okay, okay great, thank you, Lord, I'll do it. And, you know, and that was her joy. And I, and I remember seeing her. She, she would come, you know, she'd get there really early because you know, before anybody else, the, stat, you know, the pastors were there. But she'd, she'd be there and she'd find the, the, the cleaner and she'd come over there and she'd clean that thing and shine it all up. And, you know, but the, there's the positive and negative both in that story. The, the, um, the positive is she, she was submitted to the Lord, right? She, um, she was willing to do what the Lord uh, had her to do, and she did it with a, a smile on her face. It was joy. But she had that little thing that came through there because she expected everyone else to operate in the service gift. Mm-hmm. Why would they let that happen? Why is somebody not serving? Why is somebody, you know, and, and, but the, the problem is there, there's a lot of people that they didn't have that service gift. And so they never saw it. She was probably the only one in the entire place that actually saw fingerprints on the thing. See what I'm saying? And that's how we, we know why we need to give people a lot of grace is because we're all operating from these different lenses, if you will, in the gifts that God has given to us. And you know, if, if, I'm, if I don't have that gift, I'm not going to be seeing the same thing as you are when you have a different gift. And so we're having to give each other lots of grace to say, you know what, because I come along, I'll, I'll tell you, my two top ones are, are teaching and, and prophecy. Mercy is one of my lower gifts, okay? Some of you all, mercy is one of your higher gifts, which is great. We, when we need them all. They're all important. But, you know, somebody might come along and go, boy, Pastor Ryan doesn't care about this. <laughs> well, I may not even see it, right? Because that's not my gift. But it, maybe for, the, for those who, the mercy gift, they're going, oh, boy, we got we got to love these people. we got to take care of these. And we got, you know, these, you know, these down and outs or these uh, people who are on drugs or these people who, who really need X, Y, and Z. And th- that's their frame of mind. And that's their... They're, um, that's their, the glasses that they see everything through. And it's fine. It's great. But we need to give everybody grace to realize that everybody has a different set of glasses on. Right? Um, another thing with this, this service gifts, uh, a lot of times um, uh, you, they, because they want to always help, um, a lot of times they will have a, a hard time saying no when they really need to say no. Okay? Um, so we need to realize that um, that it's okay to say no um, because a lot, of, a lot of times God's doing something in your life and you need to be able to say, you know what, I'm just going to back off for a little bit. Um, and not, not forever or, uh, you know, sometimes uh, people who know that they can count on certain folks to, to do things, you know, it's, it's uh, oh, well, so-and-so will do that. And that so-and-so gets really, really worn out because they always are the ones being called on to do X, Y, and Z. And so it's okay to say no, and it's okay to, um, to back off or say, you know what, I'm going to focus on this. I, I'm going to clean the church. I'm not going to do this. Or I'm, I'm not going to clean the church. I am going to do you know, greeting or, or what, whatever it might be. And it's okay. And we need to guard ourselves that way because that's one of the, the negative things about that is a lot of times we won't guard our own hearts our own time uh, with the service gift because we want to serve and it's a good thing to to serve 
Um, they also can be, um, uh, uh, how do I say this? Um, they can a lot of times think that they are helping somebody and get into their business when they shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, and uh, so that's, that's something that you just have to kind of watch out for. If, if you're a service gift that you're, you're helping, but you are, all, you are just, you're serving the Lord more than anything else. It, it's not about, you know, people as much as I'm going to serve the Lord and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help in doing whatever he tells me to do and, um, and, and watching that we're keeping ourselves out of that and keeping ourselves guarded and keeping others guarded in, in the right way. So that's, that's really your, your, your service gift. A lot of times your service gifts also are some of those that um, are entry level, if you will. Um, a lot of times people are able to get into service ministries first and, and then grow up into some of the other ministries in the church. Um, teaching. Teaching. Teaching is fun. That's one of my top gifts. You can see a lot of the teachers, and uh, um, I, we're, we're missing two of them right here. Yeah. But, you know, they're, they're always yeah. the ones. Yeah. They are, you know, they've got um, their, their pads and their paper out, and they're, they're writing, you know, line by line by line by line. Um, you know, they, they want to, to, to get information and figure out how it all works and be able to then give that information out to people. And they, a lot of times, do, they do a great job with it, and praise, praise God. Notice, what do we say, this is to equip, these are to equip the saints, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of these are going to have teaching aside to them. Not all of them, but um, be part of the equipping, even with the, a lot of times you'll have like a prophetic teacher, um, because they are, if, if they're not doing anything else, maybe they're, they're teaching prophetic people how to be prophetic people. So a lot of these are going to have some sort of element of teaching um, to those. Your, your, your teachers are going to be the line-by-line the line people. They're going to be ones that, that like information. Um, they're, they're going to uh, want to figure everything out. You know, give me all the, the Bible stuff. Um, give me the four different translations. You know, how does this all work? And, um, you know, I, I, I think of, of Pastor Kevin. He's got this teaching gift, you know, par excellence. It's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach this, and I'm going to have five different uh, handouts for everybody, and it's going to, you know, yeah. and I'm going to make sure everybody gets it, mm -hmm. you know, right? Yeah. And it's, it's going to be, it's gonna, everybody's going to get it by the end of end of this session. That's it. You don't have a choice. You're going to get it, Right? And, and but that's that's that teaching gift, and it's it's so wonderful, and it's so it's so needed in the church. Um, teachers also um, uh, they can be a problem, okay. <laughs> and let me, I'm gonna I'm gonna use myself here um, because uh, a lot of times your teaching gift um, they they're not gonna want a lot. Sometimes you know when, when it's a uh, when you're Ministry gifts, they'll be up front. But a lot of your teaching gifts, they don't, but you won't hear from them as, as much until you make a mistake. And then it's, um, excuse me, no, it actually says right here. <laughs> I used to do this a lot. Um, you know, it, and, uh, you know, it's like um, you're, you're, you're listening for um, somebody to go off on the wrong track. You know, and you're 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 looking, and you and because you, you're such a line by line person, 
you know, you're always gauging. Um, I, I remember talking to a, a friend years ago, and he was describing this other friend to him, and they were getting into some theological talks, and um, and um, my my friend, uh, he, he did not have a degree, but very, very studious. And not, he didn't have a theological degree. He has another degree, but very, very studious. And this other guy was, um, you know, it's, it's like, he, he had an answer for everything. And any time my friend would say, well, yeah, well, so-and-so in his commentary says this, well, his, that commentary's not good enough. He didn't know what he was talking about. And I, I was listening as my friend was telling me this. I said, the other guy, I said, that's, that's the bad effect of a teaching gift. Because he felt like he knew it all, and it didn't matter what my friend was saying, it was never good enough. And, uh, and he, he told me, he said, yeah, he, he's a teacher. <laughs> somewhere. I like, I, see, I told you. And that's with, with a teaching gift. Um, that's one thing we have to really, I say we, because I'm, I'm right there. You know, we have to really watch out for. Because we will see everything through the lens of that teaching gift. And we want everything to be exact. And that's a good thing. All right? But what we, what we do is we, we demand that of everybody. And that's a bad thing. Okay? We need to, to learn to listen. And that's what I've had to do over the years is, is really um, learn to listen and, and realize it's not my job uh, my, in eternity to make sure that everybody lines up with what I think. All right? And we, we, we listen. And then, you know, if, if, it, if there's a time that you can have the opportunity to, to really have a good discussion, that's great. But um, we have to, you know, it's, it's about being part of the body and giving grace to those who are either learning or are in a different gift. So um, your teachers, um, let's see, I'm missing something here. Um, you know, one thing that we need teachers for um, that I, I really like to see happen. Uh, teachers can be really good evangelists. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure all evangelists are teachers, um, but teachers could be really good evangelists because they, they bring this element with the apologetic side, mm -hmm. and um, they can sit down and have a really good conversation with someone that they, um, uh, you know, they, a lot of times people need that little bit of, you know, I, I, I'm struggling because I, I, I don't know, I don't believe that there's a, a God or I believe in evolution or I believe in all this different stuff. And they, they need someone who has that teaching gift to sit down with them and, and logically go through uh, a bunch of these things, whether it is logically with scripture or logically going through and say, well, you know, what are the actual chances of evolution happening? Oh, it's like one in three trillion. Okay, all right. Let's let's see. Let's mm -hmm. let's let's take another step here. Okay, it, what it takes more faith to have that, mm -hmm. but that's that teaching gift that can apologetically go through. That um, uh, we need. We also need teachers to um, to disciple. Okay, um, teachers are really would be really good with disciple uh, discipling. Sometimes. You know, they're not the ones to bring people in to the kingdom. But we need to find good teachers to take um, you know, young men and young women and say, okay, get with 
her, get with him, and let them be able to bring you up and bring you further into the kingdom because they're able to sit down and answer questions. And, and it's someone who's um, mature in that teaching gift, it's not an argument. It'll just be guidance and direction and uh, a lot of times asking more questions than even answering and leading by those questions so that somebody will come and find that answer themselves, right? So we, we need teachers that will, will help really disciple and, and bring people up. Um, I, uh, uh, let, me, let me give you kind of a, a, an example of, of that. And this is a, a negative, but um, it's not, it's, it should be, should be a positive, but it's not, it wasn't. Um, the other night, I was sitting at a table, and uh, there's a, a younger guy, I believe he's probably in his 20s, maybe, upper, maybe mid-20s. And um, he, he, so he came to this, this, th- uh, this thing I was at, and he brought a couple of friends. And these, these two other guys he was with, I, I was kind of overhearing and listening a little bit. And um, they started saying some really kind of different stuff. And so I started asking him questions, a, little, a few questions. I said, okay, I said, where, where do you go to church? Because um, the, 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 the initial guy who came, is, I, you know, I believe he, he, I believe he knew the Lord, really kind of seeking you know, what God's doing in his life. But um, he had met these other guys at, at a restaurant. And um, uh, they just ended up kind of studying the Bible together. So I asked him, where do you go to church? Well, we, we don't go to church. Okay. Well, we came out of the Mormon church. And, and last week, God led us to go to the Mormon church and so that we can be a witness to them. And I'm starting to listen to a lot of the things that they're saying. And I'm going, yeah, that, that, that's off. Yeah, that's off too. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah. And, um, but they held this guy's attention because they were coming off as teachers. And they they'd, they'd gain this this other young man's his his attention and his his focus because um, this guy was able to go through and he'd show these different things in the Bible where he'd highlighted and and walk through these different illogical messes that they how they do, and um, but it came across as a teaching gift to bring somebody along. All right, it was wrong. It's in the the wrong spot, but it's a good illustration of what should and could be happening for those who have a good, um, a good teaching, mature teaching gift from the Lord. Is that we can we can sit down with people, like I said, they they met each other like Panera Bread or something, and just sat down and started talking about Scripture, and started and this guy was enthralled. Oh then, man, let let's study together. This is great. So for you guys who have a teaching gift. Well, it can be used for evangelism. It can be used to bring people in, to bring them up in the Lord and discipling. But let's make sure that that teaching gift is is properly submitted, number one, to the Lord and to um, to those who are in authority because and to make sure that we're um, laying that thing down all the time so that it's being used for the Lord mm-hmm. and not just being used either for our own glory or to mess things up mm-hmm. because it can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trust me, I've been there. Uh, I've... I've I've had to open mouth and insert foot a good number of times. Um, so please learn from my mistakes. And uh, let's, let's make sure that we're... Um, let, me, let me just go ahead and go with the... Uh, 
exhortation. So interestingly, um, uh, the word for exhort, Karis, do you have your Greek? What's exhort there? Uh, yeah. you're not following along. Okay. It's, uh, it should be um, parakaleo. Um, if some of you all might recognize that. Um, what's that? Paraclete. It's where we get paraclete, the comforter. You know, the one of the, one of the names of the Holy Spirit that that is used as a title for the Holy Spirit is the Comforter. Okay, so that's um, where you where we get um, exhortation, and it's exhortation or comfort, either one. Exhorters, um, these folks are 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 people in your church, in the church that are um, you you really would like to build on because they they are the they're the rallying people. You know, if you've been in an organization or even in a, in a church um, and you, uh, you're you thinking about starting a new program and you go, I need that person on board. Those those are oftentimes going to be your exhorters because they, they are the ones that um, really rally everybody together. You know, you might say, hey, we're going to go and, and do X, Y, and Z, but the person who's the exhorter, they're the ones who are going to come along and say, hey, everybody, this is what was just decided. We're going to do this. Aren't you excited about it? And everybody goes, yes, I am. Let's go. And, and you kind of sit there going, didn't I just say that? <laughs> but but they, you, a lot of times if you, if you don't have that gift, you don't have the same um, pull, the same draw that, that, um, as the exhorter. The, the exhorter has that, that rallying uh, ability to, to really get with people. Um, they, they oftentimes are really, really good listeners, too. They, um, they end up being your counselors a lot of times um, because they're able to come alongside somebody. They're able to listen. They're able to uh, kind of disseminate, you know, take in whatever they, they, they say and really give it back in a, in a, a good form. Um, so these are um, uh, the, these are a really these could be your pillars in the church because they um, are really really good with people and uh, are, are ones that are really good to um, to encourage and to get everybody moving. All right. Sometimes a teaching gift is great, but it doesn't get everybody moving. It, it, it just disseminates information, which a lot of times, you know, I, as, as I'm teaching, you know, going back to um, looking at every through lenses, um, you know, I can get really excited about the Greek and about, every, you know, but a lot of people, if you're like a mercy or you're like, I don't care. How do I, how do I tell somebody who's on the street about Greek? They don't care either. So come on, <laughs> tell me something, right? Okay. I, I try to give... You know, because I know there are teachers in here who really like, hey, let me let me dig into that. So I, I try to give a little bit of that, you know, and I try to give some some other things out so that so that somebody's down here going, just tell me how to live my life. You know, tell me how 
tell me what I'm supposed to do when I go home and my family's a mess, or tell me what I'm supposed to do when I go to my job and I'm trying to witness to somebody, all right? So I, I try to give a little bit out for everyone in there, and that's, that's that, you know, we have to realize that di people are in different places and, um, and, and come to them, hopefully, so that we can communicate. You know, it's like men are from Mars and women are from, are from Venus, right? We have to learn to communicate in different languages, almost, because people have these different gifts. Um, going back really quickly to the exhortation, um, I had a uh, I had a friend in um, in college who he was really high service and and exhorting. Um, he just loved to to be of service to people, and he would he would listen like nobody's. I I have no idea how he did it. But he would pull something out of you that you would not tell anybody else in the world. He, and he would just sit there and, and look at you, and you go, oh, yeah, and you start spilling your guts to him. And you're <laughs> like, why didn't I just tell him that? I have no clue. But he just listened, right? Um, but uh, something that can happen with the, the, the service and exhorters is they can be used really, really easily by people. Um, and, and he oftentimes did not get things done because somebody would, would call him up at, at 2 o'clock in the morning and say, hey, I need a coffee. Would you go get it for me? <laughs> and he'd say, yeah, sure, I'll go. Now, he didn't have a car, so he would run to the nearest gas station and get a coffee and take it back to whoever called him on the phone like at, at midnight or 2 o'clock in the morning. And he would, it, this would happen to him regularly. And I'm like, man, get some sleep. You know, you need to take care of you. You know, it's good that you love being, you know, the the exhorter and comforter and, and taking care of people, but it, you're gonna you're gonna burn yourself out mm -hmm. if you don't if you don't do that. Um, so you need to like like the service gift. You need to really kind of guard yourself a lot. The 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 um, comforter exhorter. Um, also, um, these can they, they can tend to be because they are very very relational. Your exhorters, boy, they love people. They like to get with you. Know, um, they, they could, if if you're if you're not careful, these could end up being your go your gossip and busybodies. Mm. You know, and you can turn that exhortation the wrong direction. You know, if if you're not submitting that to the Lord, you're not submitting to to people. You know, it's really easy to say, "Hey, you know what? This is what I think we should do." I know the pastor's saying this, but this is what we should really should do. And everybody starts to listen to you, and all of a sudden, you, you get a mess, right? So that's where you really have to lay that down before the Lord and make sure that you're listening and listening to the Lord and listening to those who are in authority, and you're, you're able to, um, uh, to give that same rallying cry out. I, I, uh, I was given the picture one time of... A uh, you know a general who may be speaking to thousands and thousands of people before they had amplifiers, and he might call out, and somebody else out here call back out further down the line, and somebody else call out and give the same rallying cry to those who are maybe a mile down the you know down the way, but it, they're saying exactly what that general is saying, right, and rallying and 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 continuing the rally, so. Um, those uh, the comforters and exhorters need to make sure that they're properly submitted because they can very very easily bring people to the wrong direction, mm -hmm. right? 
and people follow. These are great leaders, wonderful leaders, but they can tend to follow. Um, and if you're going, you know, and that this can happen. And it's not just in, at church and in, in the workplace or school or what what have you. You know, it just takes one person saying, "Yeah, you know, the company wants us to go and do and do this, but I really think we should do this, right?" Mm-hmm. And they they get a crowd to go with them, and it happens really really easily. And so that's that negative side. So again, um, I I I believe for much. I, I believe for you guys in much better things. I'm, I'm not expecting any of this from any of anyone that's listening online or in here, but um, it's something that we need to be looking for and watching in ourselves. And it's something that we can, when we see it in somebody else, even in somebody who's not a Christian, you can recognize that thing. Go, oh, that's a, that's one of those exhorter people, and they they have that ability, and we you can hopefully bring them into the fold a little bit more and say, hey, you know what, let's, you know, you've got a great gift of leading and a great gift of being able to, to encourage people to do this. What, what if we encourage them to do the right thing instead of the wrong thing? You know, and we can, we can, we can hopefully turn those folks. I'm, I'm talking even at work or, you know, at, at um, you know, not just the church. But we can we can really start to recognize and communicate with people based on their motivational gifts. Let me see if I missed something. Um, you know, the Lord keeps dropping one thing I did miss. Um, since he's dropped in my head a couple times in the last couple minutes, um, going back to the service gift, one thing that. Um, and this, is, this probably have to do with mercy as well. Um, you know, a lot of times we need to realize that God may be doing something different than what we think. Um, it, it's kind of like it's kind of like this. You know, if, if God is wanting to bring somebody to the end of their rope so that He'll get their attention, we need to not shortchange the process, mm-hmm. right? And oftentimes that service and mercy gift will will want to shortchange the process because out of love out of wanting to help, out of wanting to get in there and just do, 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 right? They'll, go up, they'll come over and they'll start serving, 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 and all of a sudden what God is trying to do with somebody gets, gets short-circuited because we're trying to do something a little bit different than what God wants. So sometimes serving is backing off a little bit and saying, okay, Lord, we'll, 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 let, you, uh, we'll let you work through the process, and then when you're ready for me, I'm, I'm going to jump in and help. Right, so let me just throw that out. That sometimes what we need to do is just pause, even with the service gifts and the mercy gifts, and let God work through what He's going to work through, right? And then be ready to jump in when when the time is right, because um, sometimes you know it's about God's plan, and that's where we have to offer those gifts, even when they're meant for good. Offer those to the Lord and say, "Okay, Lord, what are you doing?" Okay, all right. I'll, I'll wait. And then he'll say, okay, time to jump in. Okay, thank you, Lord. I'll, 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 I'll jump in now. So we just need to be very careful that even the things that we could think may be really a good support for somebody, maybe what you know, God's wanting to just say, eh, let, let's let them learn on their own, or let's let them struggle a little bit 
And we don't want people to struggle sometimes. And sometimes God wants you to struggle mm-hmm. and, uh, so that you can learn or grow. And uh, we don't want to shortchange the process that God's trying to bring somebody through. I haven't had any questions. It's been <laughs> well explained. Oh, you have a question. Oh, good. Thank you, Carolyn. God bless you. You talked about service. You implied. It is the doing something with an F. Oh, a PH. Why? Oh, physical. Serving. Uh, when uh, is, is there more to it? Is what you might be saying? Uh, oh yes, ab- yeah, absolutely, ab- de- definitely. Um, yes, gotcha. Thank you, Carolyn. Um, you know, we could. There's there's so many things for the Lord um, to come alongside people and and do and help. Um, I think the physical things are the things that are easiest to see uh, a lot of times. Uh, but, um, you know, um, you know, I, th- I think a, lo- a lot of people, like, um, uh, there's a lot of people that don't do well with technology. You uh, know, and sitting down with them and saying, okay, you know what, I'll help you out. Mm-hmm. You know, or um, just coming coming alongside some, some people and um, you know, I, uh, I'm trying to think of some other things. I, I, th- I think of um, things that people don't see. Uh, we, we had a guy in church years ago who, he took it upon himself to make sure all the thermostats were set. Oh, that's a blessing. Uh-huh. That's a blessing. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, and that's what he did. When we had, we had probably 15 thermostats in the church. But, you know, and he, he would go through and set every single one of them, you know, during, you know, fall or or spring, or whatever, you, you never had to worry about it. You know, you, you, they would just be, they would be set. Mm. Um, you know, so, yeah, no, there's a, there's a lot of different, mm. yeah, thank you, Carolyn. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be always, you know, cleaning the church, or, or taking care of, you know, shoveling, or, or something like that. It could definitely be, you know, just coming alongside and, and helping people out where, where they, where they need, yeah. It wasn't a question per se. I was waiting to find a question, and it was all explained wonderfully. So I did find a question, but I kept thinking the thought of asking you this question: How do you? You ought not to go too far outside of your giftings. I mean, if God gives you a prophetic word, you do a prophetic word. But if you're mostly a teacher or giver or whatever you are, to recognize sometimes in this culture it's like you should do it all you should have it all but we can't we're not gifted with all of the gifts so tip tips on reining yourself in and keeping in that one spot and being satisfied you know 
Um, I think that's good. I, 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 with how you, how you said, I think it's really good. I think knowing your gifts and learning, but at the same time, I would say um, be open because a lot of times your gifts change. Oh. Um, or, or and maybe maybe change isn't quite the right word, but you will maybe you start out here, and you've got kind of sitting dormant this prophetic gift. Okay. All right, and so. You, you start out serving, 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 then all of a sudden you're serving and, and you start getting worse for people. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you start growing in that, right? Yeah. And, and you don't want to limit yourself and say, no, I'm, I'm just service. I, I can't give you a word today. I'm sorry, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, God, you, there's, everybody has at least one, probably two or three, mm-hmm. that, uh, and one will be dominant, but that dominant one might often change. Right, so at some point she might be service. Some other point she might be, you know, you, you step into a new, um, either position in life or a different location or whatever, and all of a sudden it's like, well, you know what, I'm I'm not this one as much anymore. I'm I'm more prophetic, or I'm you know that teaching gift. Well, that's been on the back burner, but all of a sudden, you know, you get tossed back into the front. And you go, okay, teaching gift come out. Does that sound like there's a term that's popular? Uh, when things are moving, it's it's organic mm-hmm. or it's fluid. People say that it can yeah. be changing like that. So yes, I guess that's something to consider in your giftings. Yes, um, and I, I think I think it's well stated that when we, when you learn your gift and you start to learn more about what God has put in you, that I, I think it's very good to say you know don't you don't have to be. And I think I think it's more of a freedom thing. You don't have to be. You don't, I don't have to be everything. Yeah. And that's great, you know. If if you if you're great with teaching and service, you know, don't don't have somebody come along to you and say you have to be merciful, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, we all have to be need to be in mercy in some form or fashion. But you know, that's when with with these over here, you know, I may not be uh, high in mercy, but I need to be able to teach it. I need to be able to teach people how to work in mercy or giving or exhortation, even if that may not be my strength, but because I'm over here, I need to be able to recognize that gift, and a lot of times you can impart the gifts and then be able to grow somebody up in that gift, even if it's not my strong suit. Do you think it's a good exercise to have others that know you uh, kind of pinpoint what they think the gifts are that God has given to you to like either confirm or adjust what you think. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I, w- I would say, um, and it, it would go without saying, people you both who know you and um, are very trusted, who are uh, spiritually discerning. I, if you think about um, Timothy. You know, it says that the gift that was uh, put upon you by the laying on of the hands of the presbytery, right? So um, whether, you know, it's imparted to him by those who are in spiritual authority and recognizing, and Paul's saying, stirred up, right? So, yes, definitely people need to be able to, should be able to speak into your life that way. I will, I would say, um, because I give the, the caveat, people who know you, who are very spiritually discerning, um, because other people can come along and say, hey, Steve, I think you are X, Y, Z. And you're going, I don't know about that, but maybe I, maybe I should. You know, and, you're, and then you, you start spinning your wheels, mm-hmm. right? And um, 
that that's why it needs to be really, really people who can you can really trust and discern. But I think it's definitely, definitely, definitely because um, you, you just don't want somebody to come alongside and, and say, "Yeah, I'm going to pull you this direction," and all of a sudden you're you're operating outside the gift and you're not getting the the blessing. Um, uh, I mean, the blessing is the Holy Spirit is empowering that because it's it's outside your gift and. Um, it's just frustrating, so but definitely, and uh, we're going to be taking a, a spiritual assess, a gift assessment, um, uh, I think in a couple weeks, and um, it's different. The one I've, I've got, I kind of picked and pulled, and it's it's different than anything else I've seen, um, and hopefully it'll just give a little bit different idea for people. Any other questions? Good, good. So hopefully, maybe maybe you're seeing you a little bit somewhere in here, and you're going, yeah, that 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 sounds like me, or that no, uh, I thought that was me, but it's not, um, because I really, really, really want us all to not only know what our gifts are, but be able to start recognizing those gifts in others, so that we can communicate well, so that we can give the grace that that we all need to grow, because a lot of times we need to grow in that gift. I mean, I. I'm glad people had grace with me when I said, hey, no, this is what you need to <laughs> Or that guy, he didn't know what he's talking about. You should really listen to me. People gave me grace. It's good. God gave me grace and grew me, you know. So let's, let's recognize who we are, recognize the gifts that God has put in us and in others, and give everyone grace to grow. Amen? Let's, let's pray together. Lord, thank you so much. Um, thank you that we can look at these gifts and that we can um, hopefully see the gifts that you have given to us. Lord, I pray that you'll give us all the ability to, to lay our lives down, to lay all the gifts down, to put our crowns before you, and to say, Lord, have your way. Lord, that it's not about my gift. It's not about my service. It's not about my ability to do X, Y, and Z. It's all about your ability to do something through me. So, Lord, help us to do that, to be able to do that on a daily basis and to um, be able to do it with humility and with, um, with grace and to be able to give grace to others who may see things in a totally different light. So um, in all of that, Lord, we pray that you're glorified and that you will use us and make us ready and prepared to uh, ride that wave that you've got coming at us. Lord, so that we can um, see your kingdom um, expand and, and the Holy Spirit use us in a mighty way. So we give you glory and praise and uh, ask for your protection and blessing over each person here, excuse me, and over their families. In Jesus' name, amen.